Welcome to Magnetize Your Presence, The Art of Creating Charisma. Your host is Sheila Alley. In this program, we'll help you discover your purpose, passion, and power. We'll help you gain confidence, get the most out of life, and become magnetic. It's time to be the person you deserve to be, and the person to help you with that is the next voice you'll hear. Now, here is Sheila Alley. Hello and welcome. You're listening to Magnetize Your Presence, and I'm your host, Sheila Alley. You can reach me by email at radio at SheilaAlley.com, by telephone at 902-578-0509, and on my social media networks, you can connect with me with on LinkedIn, follow me on Twitter, like me on Facebook, or add me on Google+, and never miss any episode by subscribing to us on iTunes. Today, we'll be talking about how to communicate effectively and boost your magnetism. And I am very excited to have a special guest, Kelly Sheets. Kelly works with leaders to help them experiment with who they are being, like being, and to get the results they want. And we will talk a little bit about being in this show. We will also be exploring how our level of communication affects our lives, our business, and our personal connections which ultimately affects our charisma and magnetism. Great communication skills are one of the foundational blocks of a charismatic person. So grab a cup of tea, get comfortable, and relax. Hello, Kelly. Hi, Sheila. Thanks for having me. I am so excited to have you, and I'm glad you're joining me, and I can't wait to hear all your tips and thoughts about how we can improve our communication skills and our magnetism. Absolutely. I could talk about this all day long, so I'm glad to be here. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're not going to give you that long. <laughs> so, um, first, maybe uh, we could talk about how you see communication affecting magnetism. Absolutely. So, communication is basically, when I think of it, I think communication is the way I'm going to connect with you or anyone. And the way I connect with you is there's a lot going on. It's what I'm saying. It's what, it's the energy coming off my body. It's, it's what you're feeling from me. It's the tone of my voice. There's all these elements. So it's like verbal and nonverbal that go into communication. And so when we are connecting with another person, there are qualities to that. And sometimes those qualities either increase our attraction to them, like they want more. They think, oh, I've got to have more of this. I want to talk to them more, engage with them more. And sometimes our, the qualities of our communication create like a repelling feeling where they just think, yeah, that's about enough. We've had enough. I think I'll move on to the next person. So yeah, there's a lot of power in the way we're communicating. Yeah. So that's very interesting that your communication could bring people in or push them away, which is Mm -hmm. bringing in part is the magnetism. So can you tell me what just maybe one little thing that a person could do that would bring someone into them? Make them want to, you know, if I want to spend more time with somebody, maybe what would they be doing that would make me want to do that? So I talk a lot about being, right? Like for me, the Mm -hmm. communication from the state of being is the most powerful communication, um, in my opinion. And our being is made up of our, our thoughts and our feelings in our body, and they kind of 
get together, they coalesce, and that creates a, like a configuration. It's the energy you feel from me when I get in front of you. So mm-hmm. the most, what I work on with clients through communication is first and foremost is I want to sense from you who you are. And that to me is the most powerful way to connect with someone. It's like when I step up to you, if I'm being, say love, like I'm being this emanation of love. And at the time you're like, really, I want to feel love. Mm -hmm. You're going to be way more attracted to me. So if someone's looking for somebody who's confident and and, and I'm being this confident person, you're going to be more likely to be attracted to me because I have the essence of what you want to feel. That to me is like the most when above all else, like people are scanning rooms, like they go to a network event, networking event, and we're looking mm-hmm. around the room for who we want to talk to. Really, what we're doing is we're looking for those resonance, like those feelings of, oh, I'm resonating with that person. What is it about them? I want to go talk to them. And that's that state of being. So mm-hmm. being conscious of that is our first step, I think, to effective communication. So when you see that person across the room and you haven't really spoken to them, so were you saying that you can get that feeling from them just by a visual? Yeah, I think it's a, it's a, it's a visual and a, and a sensing. So you know when someone's walking up behind you, right, you mm-hmm. know there's somebody there. It's like you have a sense. So you're like, somebody's behind me. It's that same kind of thing that we're kind of putting off to people. So one of the practices I do is if I go to a big event, I did, I did this a few months ago and noticed it. It's like I stood in the back of the room. I walked in. And before I chose where I was going to sit, I scanned the room and I just looked around. And the way people are holding themselves, the way they're, obviously, the way they're dressed may draw your attention. But the mm-hmm. way they're, like, their their essence is, is kind of coming off of them. And that affects mm-hmm. how they hold themselves. It affects how they dress because that's the message they want to put out. And then I will go find them. So I might find in a room of 200 people, be like, those five people, there's something about them. I got to go talk to that person. But yes, their dress is one of the elements of that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and it's also how they communicate with the person next to them. So you can look, watch them and see them in communication with somebody. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And you can get a sense of them because I, I notice the same thing. I'm very uh, intuitive to people and their behavior and 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 the feelings I get from them. And yeah. one of the things too that is that if sometimes you can. And if you pay attention to energy, you can, sometimes you get the people and you can just feel that energy from them that will make you want to stay closer to them or will make right. you want to move away. And it's just energy. They're probably not doing doing anything or saying anything. Right. Yeah. So that is all communication. Yeah. And it's one of the most important pieces of communication because it's mm-hmm. the place where Sometimes we get caught up in, you know, our business endeavors and we think we have this goal we want to achieve. And so we we go on this path of like doing all these things to get to that Mm -hmm. goal point. And we kind of forget that I'm kind of putting off this feeling wherever I'm going. And that is the fastest way to get the results I want. So I really need to watch how I'm communicating with my body and my being and, and how I'm showing up. And then those actions will matter. But if I'm not conscious of that, I can do all the actions in the world and it mm-hmm. won't really matter. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I think like to speak to image and appearance, like those things are part of our communication. They communicate to the world the message we want to put off. They're part of that package. 
That's right. We're always sending a message. Right. And uh, people make uh, up uh, judgments about us, whether they're right or not, but they make judgments. And a lot yeah. of the, that has to do with how we look. And right. yeah, and I, I believe, too, that your how you feel will uh, determine how you decide to dress. Mm-hmm. If you feel good about yourself, you'll want to dress better. You want to take care of yourself if you feel good about yourself. Right. You want to be seen. You, you want to be, be seen. Right. Yeah. You're like, I feel good. I'm in a dress. Well, if people yeah. see me, that's great because that's, you know, not because you're, you may not even be trying to be seen like, oh, see me, see me. But you actually feel comfortable enough, comfortable enough to be your best self and be seen. So right. then therefore right. you become attractive. Yeah. So they're, yeah, yeah they, they yeah, if you feel good about that, about how you are, who you are, you want to be uh, feel like you can be seen. Yeah. So then how you're being and your behavior has a lot to do with your magnetism. So what, uh, can, uh, what, what's the first step for someone who is probably listening and thinking, okay, I really don't know what uh, energy I'm putting off. Am I repelling people or am I drawing them into me? Mm. Uh, What would you say to them? Well, the first step is, and you and I talked about this, is being curious. Like Mm -hmm. curiosity has been the foundational piece that through, it has been the core to me creating the life I wanted to having ideal clients. Like it it has helped me create everything because curiosity opens us to possibility. So what happens is we often get stuck in our head. Like I got to do this. And if I, if I check these boxes, then I'll be successful. Then I'll have more of whatever I want. But that place of being curious is, is asking the question, Oh, that's interesting. Am I being magnetizing? Are people being pulled to me? Are people kind of passing me by? Are people mm-hmm. interested in what I'm saying? Do they do they move their eyes off? You know, you begin to get curious. How are people responding to me? And mm-hmm. then you begin to get curious about what else you can do. Then you say, okay, what if I try showing up this way? What if I dress differently? What if I change my tone? What if I soften my whole body? You begin to then be curious about if I try different things, what results do I get? So curiosity is really where we, because I could tell you like, oh, you're magnetizing or you're not. That mm-hmm. doesn't actually do anything. You have to feel it from within. It's an internal awareness. So being curious is that first step to actually being able to be aware of what I'm doing that is actually either creating results I want or not, you know? Because I might notice, what I might notice is I'm magnetizing. I'm magnetizing as hell. People are coming to me all the time, but they're the wrong people. That is a challenge for people. So then you start to go, okay, what if I change the way I'm being and I start magnetizing the right people? Everything gets easier. Mm -hmm. So then the first step would be if you're listening, you'd say, oh, well, am I bringing people in or am I repelling them? And like you said, you get curious. So, and then you would pay attention. Once you're curious, you pay attention. Right. And you pay attention to your results, pay attention to the people you're bringing in, pay attention to the people you, who are in your circle. Right. And if they are the people you really want to be in your circle. Right. Yeah. 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 And that's what, when we use curiosity, that's the thing is like we become self-aware. And then the second mm-hmm. step is, oh, I, now I'm aware of what I'm doing. Now I have to be responsible with my actions. Okay, let me try something else. 
And then the third step mm-hmm. is, okay, do I have the tools to do anything else? If not, I need to seek that so I can show up differently, communicate differently, then uh, begin to magnetize the right people with ease, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this, yes, it takes a, a person who's self-aware, I think, to do this in the first place. Uh, it also takes a person who wants to improve. Yes. Uh, many people would just say, well, whatever it is, it is, and I'm not going to even think about that. Right. But and but anyone who was interested in improving would certainly want to say, okay, am I getting what I want, and where do I start? Yes. Yeah. So this is a very interesting conversation, and we're getting close to a break. How time flies! No kidding. I know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we're getting very close to, uh, to a break, and what I want you to do is go over to magnetizeyourpresence.com. And download the seven-step magnetic presence formula. And I will see you back here in two minutes. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Do you ever walk into a room and feel invisible? Do you ever wonder just what it is that some people just seem to have? In today's highly competitive market, you need a magnetic image, or as Sheila Alley calls it, your MI. You can find it at your MI.ca. Don't wait one more moment. Are you ready to rock your image and make it magnetic? Are you ready to maximize your image and feel more confident? The next time you walk into that room, be noticed. Find your MI at your MI.ca. That's your MI.ca. Are you happy in your life or are you just settling? It's time to speak out, take control of your existence, and let your life speak. Bart Queen is the host of A Hero's Journey. His personal goal is to help you find your voice, use that voice, and live the life that you deserve to live. Do more, be more, and give more. Tune in to A Hero's Journey on the Voice America Empowerment Channel, live every Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time. You owe it to yourself to tune in and make your voice count. Build your better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. This is Magnetize Your Presence, the art of creating charisma. To reach Sheila Alley or her guest today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to radio at SheilaAlley.com. Now back to Magnetize Your Presence. Hello and we are back. I'm talking with Kelly Sheets and she's helping us learn how to communicate effectively to boost our magnetism. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so we're talking about curiosity and how being curious is very helpful in communication. So can you tell me a little bit about uh, how other ways that curi- being curious can help you in your communication? Yes, so actually this just came to me as we were on our break was mm-hmm. in reality, most people... I think in the Western world, actually, I've spent quite a bit of time in the East. And in the West, we communicate by 
essentially waiting for the person to finish so we can say what we've been thinking about. Mm-hmm. So they're talking and we're thinking, and then as soon as they're done talking, we're, we're talking to them. And there's not a lot of pausing in the way we engage. And one of the things about uh, people like to be heard. It's, it's very soothing. We feel seen when we're heard. So one right. of the things about communication is when someone's talking to us, being really present with what they're saying. Because if we're present with what they're saying, then we can actually be curious about what they're, what's going on in that moment. So we might pick up on things that we didn't notice before. If we're already ready to respond, we might miss the big cue that they're sending us. It might be this, you know, we might realize if it's a sales conversation, we might, if we're actually listening and being curious about, you know, what do I hear in their voice? What did they say that completely is out of alignment with everything else they said. What is going on for them that I can pick up on if I trust myself to hear and pause? Then all of a sudden we get curious enough to notice something and we then respond. So we're responding to what they say rather than a continual reaction to what they're saying. And since people generally hire us, if, if we're speaking about coaching or consulting or any, anything where we're in the service industry... Someone's coming to us to be heard. So if we're curious about what they're really coming to us with, we can often read between the lines. Um, We use words to take up space a lot. So we'll talk, 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 talk. But the message we're giving may be underlying that. And so your client, your potential future client, your current client may actually be saying things um, or a colleague that might connect you with the right person. They might be saying one word, but what they're they're trying to get across to something else. So when we are curious about what else is existing in this moment that if I'm just present that I can pick up on, all of a sudden we come up with the next right question for them. Then we get curious. Oh, let me ask more about that. And then they light up because now we're asking them about something they just said rather than what we already know in our head we want to say. Because then it's about, you know, it becomes about them rather than about us. So curiosity yes. creates space for a deeper connection. Yes, yeah, so that way you get to really understand what that person is saying. You get to understand more about who they are. Mm-hmm. And if you're, if you're busy thinking about what you're going to say next, you really don't hear them. Right. So then the other thing that occurs in that moment with communication is that I get to be really curious about myself, so self-reflection is huge. When The more successful we get, we need to be doing self-reflection. So in that moment, I might be asking myself, why am I talking right now? What is my intention? Am I talking because I'm so uncomfortable with quiet or because I don't know what to say or I should know the answer? Like we get to notice when we become curious, why am I doing this? Like, why am I saying this? Is this really serving this person? You know, am I doing this because it makes me feel better? You know, we get mm-hmm. to just start to be aware of why we're communicating the way we are. And then we get to play with it a little bit. We get to be curious about why we're doing it and then curious about what else is possible. Okay, well, what if I tried this? And I saw that historically, you know, with my sales conversations changed everything. As soon as you start, as soon as you stop talking so much and start being really curious, the conversation will guide you to a closing a sale. That's what's really interesting about curiosity. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It it is very interesting to to um 
to get curious and especially about yourself because most people would never think about that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. And to think about just how you're feeling in that conversation. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, actually, I think a lot about even when I when I have feelings that aren't the way I want them, I always think about <laughs> why why am I feeling this? What happened, and what caused it? Because I don't like to feel bad. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I'm all, I always question myself, and especially my feelings, and pay attention to how I feel. So if you're in a communications and you're talking with someone, uh, and just say, for example, you feel like you get your back up and you feel tense because they just said something. And instead of getting angry, you could say, start questioning yourself and then maybe question, get more understanding from them. Oh yeah. Just said, well, you just tapped into a really important thing with communication, right? Is that communication can also it either creates a connection and intimacy between us or we use it as a way to keep distance between us. So if someone is triggers me, right? They, whatever Mm -hmm. I perceive that they've said something offensive. Mm -hmm. I, if I'm not really curious and paying attention to myself, then that thing will trigger me and I will just push back and resist them and we'll create distance with one another. There's no possibility that exists there for us to really connect like we have opposing yeah. opinions or you triggered me. But in reality, they didn't do anything. That trigger was in me. So in that moment when I'm curious, I get to think, oh, that's interesting. Whatever that person just did triggered something within me and I'm resisting that. So what is it within me that's triggered? You know, how can I soften around that? How can I let my guard down a little bit so that I can actually see what's going on here? It's almost never about the other person. It's almost always about our own stuff that comes up. So when we get curious, all of a sudden there's a possibility for connection with other people that didn't exist before. So it's, it's, does that make sense? Like we're, yes, it does. Complete sense. Yeah. So we're constantly, if we're watching what we're thinking and how we're communicating, like between again, verbally or non-verbally, we're either opening to other people and creating a connection with them or we're literally putting up a wall of resistance between us and them. And there's just not a possibility for deep connection. No, no, there's yeah. not. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about um, communication, how to use our communication to meet our intentions of being magnetic. So how, if I want to be more magnetic, are there some things I could do to, I know the first one would be to be self-aware. Uh, we kind yeah. of talked about that before. And uh, is there anything else we could do? Yes. So the first thing I would say is that um, the to ask, like we all want to be magnetic in some way, but mm-hmm. we want to. Yes. But the first step I would say is, why do you want to be magnetic? So it's really getting clear on your intentionality around ma- magnetism. So do you want to be magnetic because? You want to have ideal clients. Is it because you want to attract in the right partner? Is it because you want to, you know, be asked to speak on stage places? You know, what is the intention behind the magnetism? Because how you approach it may be different. So, so choosing your intentions wisely, like, okay, so I want to be magnetic in this arena. And then what does that mean? Like, 
I can be magnetizing in a way that is like I'm magnetic with my loving being or I'm magnetic through power or I'm magnetic through uh, whatever. There's all these different essences like that we can magnetize through. And that's what determines our magnetism. Like there's an element of magnetism that's more subtle. It's like, okay, I want to magnetize ideal clients to me. Okay, mm-hmm. so what are those ideal clients? They're probably people I want to be around. So if I, my intentions for myself are like, well, I want to be love and kind and conscious. Well, I really want to attract other people like that who have those intentions so we can work really well together. And then I become magnetizing in those elements. Like I'm going to move through the world in those, with those intentions. Therefore, I magnetize the right people to me. So being conscious of the intentions, then we become self-aware, like, okay, now I know my intentions, like I intend to attract certain people to me, and this is how I'm going to attract them through, you know, being loving and kind, however that is. Second is self-awareness, and that is the curiosity. How am I showing up? What is, what are my intentions? How am I being and acting? What am I saying? What words am I using? You become more and more and more self-aware, and then the other, the next question is, let me, the third step I kind of mentioned is experimenting. Okay, mm-hmm. now I'm aware of what I'm doing. Let me try something different. And this is where it gets very uncomfortable because we resist doing things differently. We're like, you know, we, we resist changing the way we're being or the way we're communicating because we're afraid. Like right now we, we have a pattern we do, we have a way we communicate and we, even if we get results we don't like, it's still familiar. So now we have to start to do things differently. Like, let me choose different words. Or let me stop talking so much and pause and listen. Or let me wear different clothes. Or let me, you know, like you begin to experiment with how you show up and then begin to notice what's occurring in your world, you know. Mm-hmm. And then from that point, this the next step would be literally you need to hire someone, whether it's someone like you or me or uh, the billion other people out there that might be able to help us with those those more finite things like, wow, I really need to get better at actually communicating what I want and need. So then you find someone like that, or I don't dress very well. I need, I need help showing up more powerfully. Mm-hmm. Let me get that help. But it all goes yeah. back to first that intention and then that awareness and then the responsibility and then doing something about it. Mm-hmm. So it's why you want to do it, what you yeah. want from it. And the person, so as a person you want to be, like you, you said, mm-hmm. if you want to attract a certain type of person into your life, then you need to be that type of person yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. You need to begin to notice where am I not? Like if I want these amazing, successful, high level clients, well, how am I not showing up that way? Because mm-hmm. if I'm not getting those clients, I have to notice the glitches in my, in, in what I'm putting off. Right. So I always know the people we're attracting to our lives are just mirrors for what who we're being. So it's like we get to notice that if if these are the people in my life, this is what I'm putting out. So if I don't want to be, you know, if this is if I want different people, I better start putting something else out. Okay. You know, it's a very uh, in, interesting topic, and I'd like to talk more about it um, about the fact that we're mirrors. Because mm-hmm. a lot of resistance comes up with people because they, you know, they think somebody just did this to me uh, and that, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of thinking. And mm-hmm. I'm angry because of this instead of stepping back and saying, I'm a mirror. Yeah. So let's, let, let's talk more about being a mirror when we come back. And mm-hmm. it is time for another break. <laughs> 
<laughs> so um, let's go over to magnetizeyourpresence.com and download the seven-step magnetic presence formula. And I will see you back here in two minutes. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Do you ever walk into a room and feel invisible? Do you ever wonder just what it is that some people just seem to have? In today's highly competitive market, you need a magnetic image, or as Sheila Alley calls it, your MI. You can find it at your MI.ca. Don't wait one more moment. Are you ready to rock your image and make it magnetic? Are you ready to maximize your image and feel more confident? The next time you walk into that room, be noticed. Find your MI at your MI.ca. That's your MI.ca. How do you define work? Is it that mundane Monday through Friday place that seems to be sucking a third of your life out of you? Or have you made it a place of personal fulfillment, achievement, and purpose? If you are looking to make your work life the latter, tune in to Working on Purpose with Elise Cortez. There are all kinds of inspiring work life stories told by people who have made work something to look forward to every day. Working on Purpose can be heard every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Empowerment. Build your better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. This is Magnetize Your Presence, the art of creating charisma. To reach Sheila Alley or her guest today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to radio at SheilaAlley.com. Now back to Magnetize Your Presence. Hello, and we are back, and I'm speaking with Kelly Sheets, and we're talking about effective communication skills. And we were just talking about being mirrors, how we are mirrors when someone comes up and and interacts with us and the feeling we get from them is a mirror really of of who we are. Mm -hmm. So Kelly, let's talk more about that. (laughs) Yes. Uh, On the break, we were talking about people, we resist this so much. People resist it all the time, like in the sense that either they don't want to hear that that's true or they can't imagine how it's true or Mm -hmm. so... What I've learned is that in my life, I can look at all of the people in my life and that can be my everything from my partner to my great friends, to my colleagues, my clients, and all of them are mirroring back some part of me because when I watch, I realize, oh my gosh, that's what the little voice in my head is saying. So we have these people around us who basically just show us what's going on within us. So, for instance, um, to be totally transparent, I had a, a long-term relationship with someone, and he was—he had a lot of great attributes, but he was also quite mean. He was very unkind to me, and people would look at me and go, "How could how could you have such a person in your life? You're you're smart and you're strong and you're powerful and you're successful and blah blah blah, all these great things." And then you have that guy in your life, and what I learned was that guy—all he did was reflect back the voice that I had in my head that was mean to me. 
the little voice inside me that said, all those people that think you're great, they're not right. That guy is just telling you exactly how much, like how much I thought I sucked. He would tell me how much I sucked. He was the (laughs) mirror outside of me for what was going on inside. And then I had friends that are really kind at that time. They would mirror back all the kindness I had about myself and all the good things. And so that was really the last, I thought, oh my gosh, I get it now. So now I really look at the people around me and I think, that's interesting. Now I have this amazing partner with this amazing man, uh, partnership with this amazing man who is kind and thoughtful and, and all of that reflects back to me where I can be that way to myself. And I very rarely have people that are unkind to me because that isn't existing in my head anymore. But everything that I see in the people around me is literally, if I'm paying attention, if I'm self-aware, if I'm being curious, I notice, yeah, I hear that voice in my head sometimes of that person. And so we can just use it as as an indicator of where we are in our life. If we have people around us that gossip and complain all the time, I guarantee that's the state of being I'm in. It's not Mm -hmm. that they are the problem. I am part of the problem. So if I have loving people around, I'm probably more loving inside and I'm reflecting that out. I track them in. So, so anywhere I have glitches, you know, the, the not so attractive parts of my life, if those people around me, then I go, oh, where's that place in me where I can grow right now? You know, where can I, where can I take care of that so that part of me is not showing up outside of me as well? Does that make sense? Complete sense because it was, that's my story too. <laughs> Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a lot of powerful story women's story. <laughs> and I don't have, I don't have that anymore either. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is great. So, um, could you tell us about, because you said you have four steps to, yeah. uh, to become more, a bit, to, to become a more successful communicator. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, absolutely. And what I started realizing was, so my history is with, um, I was in leadership. So I was uh, a corporate leader person. And then I went into consulting because I realized, oh, wait, I really love leaders themselves. And what I saw was they were rippling out this effect. You know, the leader holds the strings. Like when the leader shows up a certain way, they affect their team. So I started really looking at, you know, how uh, pretty much 99% of the population doesn't have good communication skills because the place we learn to communicate is right from our families. And families don't always have great communication skills. So I started really examining this. Like, that was an area for me to, to learn was how do I communicate effectively so I'm creating deeper connections, intimacy, business relationships, anything that I wanted to create through communication. And what I learned over years time was that there are basically four steps that you can follow or four elements of effective communication. They're not necessarily steps. They all have to occur for there to be really successful communication. Um, the first one is If I'm going into a conversation or anything, this can be in relation how I want to communicate, or it can be in one particular instance, if I'm giving a speech, or if I'm talking to someone about something. First, you need to have an intention. Why am I talking about this? And most people don't even know why they talk about stuff. We just talk. So first is to back up and go, why am I talking about this? What is the intention here? The second is to practice transparency. Transparency is one of the hardest things that... um, for people to embrace. Transparency is, is actually telling people what's going on. It's, it's not beating around the bush. It's like, 
I'm feeling this. It's actually telling, being a little bit vulnerable and telling them what you're feeling about a situation rather than just the facts. It's, it's actually showing them your cards and who you are. And many people think that disempowers them so they don't want to be transparent. They want to hide away from others. But in actuality, transparency creates a, a high level of power because now my cards are on the table and I, you don't have anything to hurt me with because I've just shown you everything. So that's the second step. Go ahead. I just want to ask you a little bit more clarification on transparency. Mm -hmm. So are you saying then that whatever, when, when you're in a communication with someone, you tell them, this is how I feel because like when you said that I feel this way. That kind of thing? Is that what yes, you mean? Or? It's, that's one component. So, for instance, mm-hmm. I might say to you, um, if I'm meeting with you, uh, I might say, just one example. I can't think of a specific example at the moment. But, uh, I'm, I, geez, I'm really uncomfortable about this conversation. Or okay. I've been thinking about this conversation all night. Like, I'm not completely clear on what is going to happen here. So, I'm a little bit uncomfortable about it. But this is what's going on here. You know, these are the, this is what I'm laying on the table. Let's talk about this. So it's really telling someone that, um, you know, really, I am a little uncomfortable about this. Like, I don't have it all together. Like, I could pretend right now, but I don't. So I'm just being transparent with you that I don't know the answer. So on that table. Mm -hmm. So could an example of that be if you were, if your boss asked you to come in for a meeting and you didn't know what was up? Mm Mm-hmm. And you would say to him right up front, I'm really uncomfortable because I have no idea why I'm here, that kind of thing. Is that what you mean? Yeah, it could be. And actually, I just had an example come to my mind because uh, I was talking with someone recently and they were saying that, speaking of bosses, this person still is a boss and, and they were saying that they were afraid of losing their job at the end of the year. And I asked, like, how long have you been holding on to this? Like, have you been thinking this all year? And they said, yeah, because I don't know where I stand. And I thought, now that's disempowering, not knowing what your boss is thinking or what their expectations are. You're completely disempowered. So actually calling or emailing the boss and saying, hey, I'd like to have a conversation because I want to be clear on your expectations or what's going on here. You know, being transparent. I want to know what's going on. I'd like to have a conversation all of a sudden makes you more powerful because now you've said to them, I'm engaged. I'm invested in this process. This matters. And now they, you're buying in more to the, their business or their program because you're like, yeah, I care what goes on here. When we just mm-hmm. sit back and we don't say that and we pretend, you know, like, oh, do you want to have a meeting with me? That's not very transparent because what you really want to know is what's going on here. You just yes. say, you want to have a meeting with me to let me know how things are going. That's like, that's not very transparent because really what the transparency would be, I'd like to have a meeting to know where I stand. I'm feeling unclear and I want to get clear so I can do a good job. So I'm being a great employee, you know, and then all of a sudden you put it on the table. And I think the other person, the boss would feel a lot better with that interaction as well. Yeah. Because they're like, Oh my God, this person cares. Mm-hmm. They're, they're actually interested in how this goes. They're invested yeah. in, my, in this work we're doing. Yeah. Okay. So we have two steps. Yeah. Elements. So elements. <laughs> have intention, be transparent, mm-hmm. and this, the third part is be direct. And this goes back to this is similar but not the same as transparency. Direct is there's nothing more like we waste so much energy not getting to the point. 
So get to the point. Just say, you know, like, here's my intention. This is what I'd like to talk about. And this is what I'd like to get out of this conversation. And so you're just getting to the point, like wasting energy, dancing around, not getting the point, hoping they'll understand what you say is really a waste of everyone's energy. And it almost affirms failure. So we just want to say what we want. And then the fourth part that that adds to that is being kind. So, so actually like the way you say it, the way you show up and who you're being during that interaction is going to be the kindness. You're bringing the energy of you with it. And then when you're direct with someone, it's not like you're being like direct and demanding. You're just getting to the point and you're being transparent. And now we've made a connection. So these elements all have, like, clearly I work on these things with people. So there's more to these pieces that create conversations and interactions that are very easy and efficient. And we just get stuff done and we stop wasting energy and there's no drama and trauma. That's what these steps do. And so there are more elements to them. But these are the basics of it is that you can begin by being transparent, you know, in your home with your partner, with your friends. You know, this is what I'd really love you know, or I'm feeling this way, or this is what I'd really like to, to accomplish in this conversation or direct. Would you go with me? (laughs) You know, will you enjoy it? Will you come with me? I'd love to enjoy this with you. That's pretty direct and transparent, you know, it is just getting to the point. And then people feel like, Oh, you want me to come or, Oh, you're being transparent with me. I must be important to you. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, that was certainly make relationships better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I also think, like you said, it's not something that you just know. It's things that you learn. So you probably wouldn't, most people don't learn that from their no. families. So it's something that you do need to learn. And yeah. once you learn it, your life will become much more joyful. Yeah. And, and yeah. Yeah. In business, it makes a world of difference because mm-hmm. if we learned, like, Passive aggressive behavior is a very, very common communication error that people make. And it's just something we learn from families. It's weird. But we're, we end up being passive aggressive to try to get what we want. We kind of say something and hoping we, we trigger a re- reaction in someone and then they'll give us what we want. If we bring that to communication with clients in business, that is, that's like dysfunctional communication. We're starting our relationships not on a good um, respectful, kind note. We're just kind of manipulating situations, so we like waste energy. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of relate a lot of the relationship problems are because of that, because uh-huh. people don't know how to they don't know how to to communicate, and if and I always think if if they just did a little bit of exploration on communication, and a little bit of uh, understanding on each other, things could just like. There are so many more happy relationships and better businesses because of it. Right. Yeah. Maybe more magnetizing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we are up close to another break. And when we come back, I want to, you to talk about the curiosity, curiosity experiment. Okay. We'll do. Okay. Okay. So we're going for a break right now. So go to magnetizeyourpresence.com and download Download the seven-step magnetic presence formula, and I will see you back here in two minutes.
Elevate your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Make Life Work with Kathy Ellis is a mix of insights into human behavior about how we shape the culture and the culture that traps us and ideas on how to get out of our own way. Kathy has plenty to talk about from becoming true individuals to growing as a society. And she has some ideas for making business work, how family work, relationships work, and even how to get the kids to literally do more work. How to make life work. Tune in every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Empowerment. Do you ever walk into a room and feel invisible? Do you ever wonder just what it is that some people just seem to have? In today's highly competitive market, you need a magnetic image, or as Sheila Alley calls it, your MI. You can find it at your MI.ca. Don't wait one more moment. Are you ready to rock your image and make it magnetic? Are you ready to maximize your image and feel more confident? The next time you walk into that room, be noticed. Find your MI at your MI.ca. That's your MI.ca. Build your better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. This is Magnetize Your Presence, the art of creating charisma. To reach Sheila Alley or her guest today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to radio at SheilaAlley.com. Now back to Magnetize Your Presence. Hello, and we are back with Kelly Sheets. And now we're going to talk a little bit about the curiosity experiment. And I want Kelly to tell me uh, just exactly <laughs> what it is. <laughs> I'm very curious to know what the curiosity Yay. experiment is. It's already working. Yeah. Um, okay. So basically the curiosity experiment evolved because I realized, like I said in the beginning, curiosity was the key to me creating the life I wanted. And then I also noticed that experimenting was the second part of that so that I got curious about something and I wondered well what if I do this differently and then I started experimenting I'd try things and then either it worked or didn't and that would determine where my next question would take me so what happened was I started using curiosity with my clients so I tend to draw clients in that are not in fear but more in huh what else is possible for me they come from this place of being curious, like I, the, the curiosity has already been triggered. So for me, I wanted to plant the seeds of more curiosity. So I actually started sending questions to my list, which is available now. You can always get on the list and get questions sent to you. But I also am uh, about to launch on the 28th. Uh, we're launching a deck of curiosity experiment cards. And this is a little bit of my my bigger vision, my, my service work of like, how do we ripple out the effects of curiosity? Because if everyone was a little bit more curious about who they were being, mm-hmm. that would empower them to actually be more, you know, loving, kind, generous, you know, joyful at ease, like all of those elevated feelings, curiosity tr- helps trigger those. So we created a deck of cards that you can pull a card out and either ask a question or do an experiment all day long. And this helps you actually notice, huh, 
who am I being and how can I change some of this so that I get more of the results I want? So actually, that's probably a possible place for some of your your audience to start is like, okay, if I want to become more self-aware of how I'm communicating and how that's affecting my magnetism, let me start by getting curious. So the curiosity experiment was that. It's like, how do I experiment with these questions I want to ask myself? And then how do I do something differently and see the results? And um, the last thing I'll say about that is that the thing is, is that we're always affecting people. We right. create a ripple effect no matter what. Like, so if we are, um, say we're angry, I'm affecting every person I touch today with my anger. I can't help it. So I might as well be responsible and be like, okay, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be as loving, kind, and generous as I can be and ripple that out. So this just, this, the curiosity experiment kind of helps us water those seeds within us that I want to be the person that's magnetically loving, ease, kind, success, vibrant, abundant. Like, I want to be that. So how can I be that and create more of that and ripple that out for me? So that's like the big vision I have is that beyond any personal work I do with people is that we plant these seeds of curiosity far and wide. You know, it's quite an empowered state to be curious. Yes, and so this would be one of the ways to keep you on task too. So you don't yes. forget about you don't forget yeah. about how you're how you're being. Mm-hmm. That exactly. go back to that that being. So right, it's yeah. a daily reminder. You shuffle the card, you pull a card, and you focus on that today. So you're yeah. right. It's like creating habits of like of noticing how am I being, who am I being, because it's just a habit. So yeah, that's right. And all of our lot, most of what we do are habits. Yes. Most of our um, actions are habits. And so the thing is to create good habits. Yep. Exactly. Um, I want to go back now to something you said earlier. You said when you gave us the four elements of, of effective communication, you said um, about being kind. And mm-hmm. on the break, we mentioned uh, we were talking about some people will say, well, I'm honest. And they usually when someone says, well, I'm just being honest, usually they're not very kind. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. can you talk a little bit about that? I can. So it, this really brings it back to we have to be self-aware that most of our communication is self-serving. So my reasons for talking to you or communicating with you are serving me somehow. And we, if we start from that awareness, like me being honest with you, I have to always know how it's serving me. So if me being honest is something that's unkind. I have to question why I'm doing that. Like, is it so that I can tamp you down a little bit so I can hook you or ding you or put you in your place because it makes me feel better if you're smaller? Like, that is a reality check. Like, when I say something that's unkind, I really need to look within and say to myself, why am I saying that? Because communication is all about me. I'm trying to get my message out in the world. I'm trying to connect with someone. So actually, if I'm just being honest, but it's unkind, I'm creating a distance. I'm squishing you down or trying to create some small little piece of harm. I'm like dinging you. But in essence, it's doing it to me too. So it's like I'm because everything is a mirror, right? Like if I do that to you, it's really kind of how I feel about myself. So mm-hmm. we, it's like coming back. Why am I communicating? It comes back to the intention. 
So even when we're really good at communication, sometimes we stink. We do things that are unkind. And then we have to go, (laughs) why the heck did I do that? And then I just asked myself, wow, I really, I was uncomfortable with who she was being or how they were. So I just, in order to make myself feel better, I kind of squished her a little bit. And that somehow made me feel better. And then I, if I do that, I can just notice okay, now what do I do? Now I get to go back and be kind. I get to be, have an intention. I'm going to clear that up, be transparent. You know, when I did that, it might've made me feel a little bit better, but it definitely was not kind. And I don't want to be that person. That's kind, that's transparent and direct right there. And it's kind, you know, so you get to use your communication. You get to start over again, but honesty hidden, like unkindness hidden underneath honesty is just being passive aggressive. It's, it's not true at all. You know, that is it's kind of a cop-out. And usually when, if you're saying something, just to say that I was being honest, I think the person who says that knows that they, were being, exactly. they weren't being kind. <laughs> totally. That's kind of like, it was okay for me to do that because I was honest. Right. Kind of makes it okay. An excuse. And yeah, yeah and it all and it be, and again it goes back to the feeling you have. So right. if you're really being kind, you feel it in your heart. Yeah. Exactly. It's a, it's a good feeling in your heart. Right. You're being yeah. that. It's like emanating through all of your cells. You're not being it like you're being it for someone. You actually being it. So when mm-hmm. we're being kind, we can't ha- like that's just what we our words are kind, our actions are kind because I am being kind. And that's another interesting thing about who we're being. It's like often we learn, I'm going to be of service. That, that implies I'm going to do something outside of myself for you. But when we be service, every cell of our right. body is service. Therefore, everything I do is in service, right? right? So being is like, how do we become the state of the, the intentions that we want to put out into the world? You know, how do we be yeah. the people we want to be in ourselves, and then it all comes out through our communication and, and everything we do and how we act. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, this has been really great um, talking to you about communication and giving us those uh, elements so we can get to work on it right away. It's been very eye-opening, I hope, for all of our listeners as well. So um, we're coming to the end. To find out more about Kelly, go to Kelly at um or email Kelly, go to kelly at kellysheets.com. And while you're there, join the curiosity experiment, simple experiments to experience life and business more fully. So thank you very much, Kelly, for joining me today. Absolutely. And yeah. listeners, yeah, it's been fun. Yeah. Listeners, <laughs> I hope you take Kelly's tips and strategies and apply them to your life and business. So get cracking on that right away. And again, <laughs> everyone thank you very much for listening i appreciate each and every one of you so make sure you join the conversation over on facebook at facebook.com forward slash sheila alley coaching or you can also find me on twitter at sheila e 2016 i'm your host sheila alley and you've been listening to magnetize your presence tune in next week when we'll be talking to dr heather clark about the identity gap how to recognize it and how to close it so you can feel more joy
Thank you for tuning in this week to Magnetize Your Presence, The Art of Creating Charisma. Please join your hosts, Sheila Alley, and another of her amazing guests next Monday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Get ready for another magnetic event next week. 